show from a heavy metal perspective. From Danzig to death, to Dark Throne to Dr. Shrinker. Buckle up, things are about to get heavy. This is the Metal Podcast. Let's rock and roll. Hello everybody and welcome to the Metal Podcast. Thank you for tuning in. My name is DJ and I'm here with my co-host as always, my most trusted confidant and bestest friend ever, AC. How are you doing, buddy? You know, it's so great uh, because I'm your bestest friend. It just makes mm-hmm. me feel uh, like I matter to someone. It's, yes. it's just warm feeling you do. in my heart. Thank well, you. I'm glad to hear that. And I have a warm feeling in my heart at the moment for a different reason, because I actually went to a very cool show last night. Uh, I got to see our friends Heretic, um, and you guys might have heard of them before. Uh, Over the decades, they released their EP in 1986. They're from uh, the L.A. area. They grew up with guys like, uh, you know, the guys from Armored Saint. But my goodness, man, uh, they tore it up for lack of a better term you know and i haven't seen a threat i think they're more thrashy than speed metal but they they tore it up man they they were tight um and and they got the show started early um julian was great on vocals you got brian and Stu guitars angelo tearing it up on bass it was funny he was the only uh backup singer so i was giving him some not crap i was giving him a some compliments on his singing ability. And then you got uh, Sean on drums. And these guys are very, very professional musicians. They got day jobs too, but and they're all in like a bunch of bands. Um, it now was a lot this, of fun. Is this the original lineup? Um, I believe, gosh, you're putting me on the spot. You got it. So check this out. Our buddy Tanner Poppet. From Madras to Poppet's Corner. Corner. He he did he did a documentary on this band. So I don't want to spoil anything here to give out too much. So you gotta go check the documentary out. We're actually no, we I like to say we, but Mr. Tanner Poppet is going to be doing a, a a premiere, a screening uh pretty soon. I believe we'll give you an update on that. I believe it's September 17th um uh, in Torrance. But yeah, we'll keep you guys uh, tuned in. Hope to see you out there. I will be there. Possibly. No, I'll be there. Possibly. But uh, very exciting times. Like, And they're going to play another show next month in August. And, and I can't wait. It was really, really cool to see, see them still uh, stand the test of time. All right. But, so- yeah. As far as the lineup goes, it, as far as you know, it's just that's them who who that they are. Them. It's not not the singer and then uh, uh, four randoms. No, uh, so Brian, the guitarist, he he is, uh, I believe, the main songwriter. He's been there forever. Uh, Julian was on their first EP, so they've had a few lineup changes. They ended up turning into a the band called Reverend, if you've heard of them, uh, they had David Wayne, the metal church singer, sing for them. Uh, they toured pretty, pretty cool, but I think they had Scott Ian's brother as their drummer for a while. So there's so many lineup changes. It's almost like a Megadeth where there's 500 members, yet 
you know, th- this lineup has been been together for I'd say at least five years. Like I oh. said, go watch the documentary. Don't make me say stuff. Okay, I'm, about. I, I, that's that that's true. Business as usual. But, but you know, on. it got me thinking too. Like they are all super super cool dudes. Not only that, they're very professional. Um, you know, most, I believe they're all married. Like they're all, they're all just normal people. I got good jobs. And it got me thinking like, uh, do you remember, what was it called? Uh, the hearing aid thing. It was, um, like the, we are stars. Like that deal. The magic! <laughs> okay. I was thinking of like that. Something in the, the night. That... And the blah, blah, blah. You can look to the stars above. We're stars. That one yeah, with Doc like in and <laughs> great video though. But it got me thinking about the top people in in music at the time or in a certain genre coming together, and and even like in um, I think they did "We Are the World" with with the, the well, super we're, group. We're or... the stars was kind of the the hard rock answer to "We okay. Are the World." All right. So, so, so it got me thinking about it. We we can go back into this, but it got me thinking about what if, what if they did something like that now, and you had people like Chris Brown, Lil Wayne, uh, you know, Tupac, uh, Wapa with the Chopper. Probably not Tupac because um, he's well, you gotta listen to the. Oh yeah, right. You know what? Hold on. Hold on. I have one thing to say. Hold on. About the Tupac thing. Tupac Tupac would be part of it, but they would say, oh, he recorded this in 1995, uh, right after he was going out out of jail. Yeah. And then they just found that this would be appropriate. And it'll be like, it'll have like perfect flow with with everyone else's stuff and the the lyrics will like, they'll, yeah, they'll (laughs) perfectly uh, piggyback off of. What everyone well, else is. You could thing. redo the beats and stuff too to make it sound like it was recorded. You no, know, they won't even try. No, no, no. They won't even try. No. Yeah. It's just, <laughs> it, it's just, it's just that. Okay. Well, I, I shouldn't have said Tupac because I think I threw you off. But I was going to say, imagine these people all together. Like, uh, you know, your, your drill rappers, your, your Cardi B. Meg the Stallion, Nicki Minaj, Nicki, Minaj. Nicki Azalea, mm-hmm. yes, Miley Cyrus, Miley Cyrus, of course. <laughs> and uh, you, let's throw uh, Justin Bieber in there. Uh, yeah, uh, Billie uh, Eilish, Lady Gaga, the singer for uh, uh, Maroon Five guy Adam Levine. Oh yeah, that guy sucks. I hate yeah. Maroon Five. Oh. Yeah, well, that's. Do you like anyone that we've just mentioned? It will literally be a who's who of people that are annoying and terrible. No, half of them are going to end up like, like, (laughs) I don't know. I don't think, I just think that, I don't know. I don't even, I didn't even say anything, but they are going to probably not get along. Let's, let's say that. I'm sure they do get along. I'm sure like the record label just says. I don't think Chris Brown's going to really get along with Rihanna. Well, he's sorry. going he's going to, but he's just going to plot her murder later, but he's <laughs> going to do that with everybody else. Oh, like so they'll you... get along for a song and then make a ton of money or whatever and then they'll start going going back to like war with each other or whatever. Yeah, because not, not these people aren't friends. These people There's these no people, way. Yeah, they just they just commit like, you know, business. 
Like, okay, well, you'll do it just because blah, blah, blah. But at the end of the day, they, they just go back to counting their money and having no soul. Yeah, they, they wouldn't be like, oh, I hate that I'm here with you because their whole life is, they are slaves. Like, for example, you, you bring up Miley Cyrus. I remember when she came out, she cut her hair and she looked like the doll from Rugrats. And she was After like, Disney. yeah, and she was like licking the sledgehammer naked oh, on yeah. the wrecking ball. Damn man, like the wrecking ball. Yeah, and it's like this. Who hasn't done that in all seriousness? What, no one, but we don't advertise it like she does. That was the problem. Uh-huh. But they were saying, look, she's smiling now. She's so happy. Like, no, she's not. She's paid to do that. Her publicist this is says, better. this is how you look. Yeah, th- these, these people don't have souls. They don't have independent thought. Like they, they'll, someone will come up to them and say, you, you have a career because of me. So you're going to get together with these people. And if Chris Brown should happen to choke and murder you, that's the <laughs> risk that you're, that I'm willing to take. You know, this is what you signed up for uh, good luck, but you're still doing this, this stupid project. You wouldn't see people uh, backing out for, for uh, fear of their safety or something like that. No, no. They wouldn't. They would hire extra security, but for the most part, they they would just say, "Oh yeah, it's so great to work with this person again. They're such an amazing artist, and uh, blah blah blah." And uh, they're they're, <laughs> they're they're so like such a passionate lyricist, and uh, it's it's just being in the same room with them. It's like it's just, almost like electrical, uh, you know. That, to be in a room with so much talent. Yes, yes, that that that's <laughs> what they would say. Oh, oh my gosh, it's just so humbling. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah, they're the most non-humble people ever. Yeah, exactly. Well, I, I guess you didn't really take take my my bit like I thought you would, but it was still that was pretty good because I thought you would think that yes, like they're gonna be throwing chairs at each other. Uh, no, no, committing they, they, all sorts of atrocities too. No, I, I would, and, I would, like, I would say Building. I would say the opposite is like they would They'd all be they'd all be so scared of each other that they just wouldn't do anything. Either that or they they couldn't wait for the the party to or the 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 obligation to end so they could just go to the party and and do all the the drugs and drink all the alcohol to escape from the this this fake world that they live in. Yeah, so I think would you agree that they probably don't really live in a state of joy? No, of course not. No, these these people are the most joyless, unhappy people. Because here's here's the thing. Before you go into your no, you can... your point is they they don't experience happiness. They only mm-hmm. experience pleasure, and this is not right. the same thing. Like if you're sad and you eat a donut, now that donut it feels good to eat it, but it doesn't make you happy. But go on to your point, because I know what you're going to say. Well, I think the next part is, is how do you feel like, like content? Like, are they feeling content with, with that lifestyle? No, because these are people like a good example is like bad bunny saying, <laughs> you don't know how these people feel. You don't know how us right. really rich people feel. Mm-hmm. Because they have all the money in the world, and it's still no not money, enough no problems. It. Yeah, well, it's well, they it's all the money in the world, and they, and it's not enough. It's not mo. It. It's not mo money, mo problems. It's these people have money, and no matter what amount of money they had, 
they would still have problems. So that okay. that's that that's the misconception here. Is it's not that mo money mo problems. It's you people were already a problem, and more money means more debauchery, and that's going to cause you more problems. Mm. Yeah, because being content is really a state of happiness and satisfaction, and being content is is being full, not not full as in you know being like like full. Lizzo or Ian Tongi or even you know Wolfgang, but right, but. It, it's the knowledge of of uh, of enough, right? Because these people, it seems like they always want more, and and you can see it even uh, with uh, all walks of life or, or or anyone addicted to anything. They want more. They're not happy. They're not content. They're not satisfied. And it seems like in order to be truly happy, maybe you can push back on this if you don't agree with this. Is to learn how to be content during or in hard circumstances. And these people aren't content in easy circumstances. Well, the, these people, they don't, nothing in their life is fulfilling because they're not actually living. They, they are just, they mm. are just indulging in, yes. in pleasure. Like I said earlier, and I'm not going to, mm -hmm. you know, repeat my, my point, right. but like, a good example is um, uh, Iggy Azalea. Like she's probably the you know the the top artist, it, uh, top female rapper. I don't know. Like I could be wrong about that, but hip hip hopper. Yeah, what? She she's one of them. She's you know she's a big deal in the hip hop community. But uh, you know she she's not married. She has a child. She's 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 clearly uh, not not picking good men, and because her relationships aren't working out and you know, she's a, she's mm -hmm. a good looking lady and she has a lot of money. So there's no reason she shouldn't get a quality man, but, uh, she started an only fans. You, she has plenty of money. She doesn't. Why would this... you have that? To right. market more. Well, she's clearly, I mean, like... she's what, what does she need to market? Every record outlet, <laughs> whether it's like Rolling Stone or, uh, I don't know what other major music publications there are, but they're all giving her positive press. I mean, I think it just proves your point earlier about them not having um, the ability to make that choice. Like they're essentially like, for lack of a better term, slaves to this um, this business. Like, you, there's no reason for Iggy Azalea to have an OnlyFans. Unless she's addicted to crack and spending like five million dollars a month on her habit, right? And she doesn't look like you a know, crackhead, yeah. And that's why I bring up all the, the, every major outlet is going to push her. So it's not like she's at right. the end of her career; she hasn't had a hit in decades. Like um, uh, Tiffany and and Debbie Gibson both posed for Playboy way after their like probably twenty years after their relevance. So it's just like it, it's a desperate attempt to to get some kind of publicity she doesn't need it she's she's still at her peak maybe not her peak but she's she's still high enough up like everybody knows who she is she still has regular hits and and she's basically doing pornography and it it's because she doesn't have enough and and she's just she's just chasing whatever she can but and, you know, 
Oh yeah, keep going. Well, I was, I was gonna, gonna say, say she, she just yeah. needs she needs more money because there's a hole in her heart. Like she she should not have shacked up with the guy that she shacked up with that gave her a kid that's not in the picture. Yeah. Like well, you'd you'd be happier if there if there was a stable man in your life. Well, I I would say that the reason she's doing an OnlyFans is obviously not for the money, but it's to tell little girls to grow up and if you want to you, you can be like me and this is what girl boss. cool people do be a girl yeah. boss i i think it's um i wouldn't necessarily say like an agenda but i would no just it is say an agenda that... it is an agenda i and I, again her publicist told her to do that Ugh. she she didn't say like dang i need the money I, you know there's a lot of money to be made in only fans or i'm bored you know how easy it would be for her to go up to any producer and say Hey, can you write me a song? Like, I, I want, I, I want an, another hit. Actually, can you write me a ten more songs so I can put an album out and and start touring? And that, it's it's not about that. It, it it is there is an agenda, and and the the agenda is, yes, young young girls, you know, be a be a whore, be be you know whatever, and because she has nothing in her life she just agreed to it like th this is the one two punch so the publicist tells her to do that and and she just says whatever and and agrees to it because she's like i want money because i'm not happy because I, I guarantee you uh every single famous woman has been approached to do only fans like every single one whether it's scarlett johansson or um, Venus and Serena Williams, I I guarantee you, they they have been approached to do it, and enough of them, like and whether it's just like a, a an email, just hey, you want to join our platform? It's a lot of money, and enough of them just like and now I I have enough going on, I don't need to do this, and Iggy Azalea, well, she's not happy, so she's like, all right, whatever. I'll do it. I got nothing going on. Just like Lady Gaga with the Pfizer yes. um, uh, commercial or whatever. Great example. Lady Gaga didn't need to do that. And, and I, I'm sure bad. I'm sure Lady Gaga has been approached as well. Oh yeah. And you know what this was Oh, you can go ahead. A lot of them just don't need to. Like they can say no. Like I don't want to, to to be objectified as such, so uh, no no thank you. But um, Lady Gaga is like, well, I'll, I won't sell my body sexually, but I'll sell my body, you know, for for pharma to pharmaceutical companies. Like that's still pretty good. Yeah, and with with the Iggy Azalea thing, I think it also it puts a price on women, like uh, uh, on their body, and I think. Oh, yeah. And and if you do like subscribe to OnlyFans, even like Iggy Azalea's, I think it's actually cheaper than getting a Netflix subscription. So you like you're really devaluing like human. Like it's just it's just so perplexing to me. I can't even wrap my my head around it. But I saw this thing recently, and um, I don't know if you've seen this or heard of this, but like a lot of female fighters 
Um, I'm not sure if it's in the UFC or if they're boxers or. I or I know nothing. one of them, the paid okay. fan. Yeah. Okay. So okay, well, no, Azalea's well, OnlyFans yeah. is twenty five dollars per month. Okay. Maybe a little more than Netflix, but I actually I I was gonna say the Paige Van Zant thing, but lately, after a woman wins their fight, they're they're flashing the audience, yeah, yeah. and I saw the president say like, "Hey, like we've been really fighting for women to be taken seriously here. We don't we don't want that." To, yeah, now, you when know, you, you say you, the president, you, you mean the president forgot, uh, of, of whatever UFC. league it was? I, yeah, I don't know if it's UFC not or president, I don't think it was UFC. not President not, Joseph Biden, right? Oh gosh, no. Yes. Okay. So the, no. the president of whatever fighting organization. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah sorry if I misspoke there. No, yeah. I don't want to confuse well, you know, anybody. Just, you know, just yeah, just just to clarify. That's yeah. But twenty five dollars, yeah, well, huh? Well, yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, well, let's let's go back. Let's uh, take a little uh, your trip uh, in, in time. Remember Ooh. the Spice Girls and, and girl power. Like, was the uh their movie no that's spice world but uh oh. yes um i'm sure they said it in <laughs> I'm, that movie. I'm very familiar <laughs> okay well uh clearly like as most things but they they that was their catchphrase was girl power and really? but now one of them did pose for playboy but that was something that was kind of dug up you know not not to def- defender or whatever but not to condemn her for that but that was something that was dug up because they weren't saying girl power Go sell your body. Cause, cause, and, and that's been a new thing that has been kind of um, been put up upon our society is that uh, sexualizing yourself and reducing mm-hmm. yourself down to primal desires is empowering. Yeah, that, that's, which that's you, butthole you, backwards. I don't get yeah, that. Which, which you, you have to be so crazy. To, to think mm-hmm. that this this is the same thing like oh yeah i i am empowered because of this kind of sexuality or whatever it's not it's not empowering because it, it's all all it's saying is your power comes from your body so if you don't have a sexual a sexually desire uh desirable body then you don't have any power and then, and and if they're saying, well, no, that's not what we're saying. We're saying, in addition to that, okay, then if you're you're powerful besides that, then why would you need to use that? Because all it is, it's just an attempt to get young girls to sell their bodies. Because if mm-hmm. you're selling your bodies, respectable men aren't going to look at you and say, that's a that's a woman that I I want to raise my children. That's a woman that I want to provide for. Because it, it is, it's it breaks up the family, and that's why all these female singers. They're all about sexualizing themselves. Like, you know, there's no more Spice Girls singing their silly songs. I'm giving you everything, all the joy. This I swear. Blah, blah, blah. It's it's all like Miley Cyrus doing like sexual dances on Beetlejuice, and uh, <laughs> and Iggy Azalea. Uh, I don't know her songs. I I know the Weird Al parody. I'm she probably so does. Handy. She probably does butt I dances. I know she does, but <laughs> but I don't know what her songs are about versus uh and like uh cardi b's a stripper uh wet ass yeah yeah w a w a p yes it's um uh great acronym. uh yeah quite quite uh disgusting lyrics it's <laughs> the lyrics are pornography but where yeah, but we, where, 
where are and, and you know there there are to, to anyone that wants to do that like oh yeah well here's a blah 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 yeah okay there are people like you know florence in the machine and and there's band, bands like the chromatics or whatever like there there are female acts out there that are not just complete degenerate uh sexual deviants but they are uh they're few and far between and 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 not just that but we're talking like mainstream successful ones that that's that's the key here mm-hmm. is, is that the, these bands like uh east indian girl or even like garbage but shirley manson she's really old now i i, I don't know if hole is still around but these are, they're, they're like, they're minor hits. Like these, are, these aren't the ones that are in everyone's home where the, the concert, it's, it's $500 to go and you, you got to see it. You got to be there. You don't want to be the only one that's not there. And that, that's the real difference here is, yes, there are popular music acts. Like there, we talk about rap a lot. Right. And, and it's it's just because that's the most popular stuff. And I would I would prefer it if not even not even more wholesome, but just something that isn't so degenerate <laughs> were popular. But this is the stuff that's that's pushed on everybody. And the, the, we don't we don't have any options otherwise. This it's what you it's what you get. Yeah, you, you you want it. It's all you got. Yeah, the one I was thinking of, I couldn't I couldn't remember. I was looking it up. Uh, Ariana Grande, and oh, she's yeah, had some got, very very. I want to talk uh, about Ariana Grande. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. Yeah, <laughs> she's, and I she's I thirty just, thirty I years did, old. She's 30. That's good. She and, and it's weird because she still dresses like she's like 15. Like a like a child, right? Yeah, I think yeah, it's like she, yeah. it's like a weird fetish type thing or something. I don't even oh, know. It's she weird. is 100 percent just like pure sexualization fetishistic. Yes. And I think she was a she was a Disney girl, right? Like that was her story. Yeah, she was. Okay, and like yeah. she sang like a national anthem when she was like nine years old or something. Like or I don't know, maybe that's maybe that's off, but yeah. And people, and she, go, yeah. And she had a song when she was still somewhat young, maybe like ten years ago, about getting, um, having someone having sex with you so rough that it's it's like side to side. Getting, yes, it's like getting hit by a car. Is and that I the found, song? Yes, and I found this song. <laughs> it's it's uh, it came out three years ago called. 34 plus 35. You know, like real, real subtle there. And it, it's, it's, uh, can you do math? Uh, you're not supposed to do live math, but that's 69. Mm, there you go. Yeah. Real, real subtle and real clever, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I guess it's better than like 333 plus 333. Is it though? But, but I don't know. I, I 
I, I don't. Yeah, I, I, that's a good question. I, I don't know either. It's, it's, either way, it's it's still pretty bad. Okay. Oh, we're learning math. We are learning math. That, the three hundred thirty-three plus three hundred thirty-three is more stupid. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So the the song it was directed by a guy named Director X, which is the most pretentious thing I've ever heard. He's his name is also X or Little X or Mister X, some Canadian guy. One of Drake's X. Maybe I don't know. One of Drake's got a lot of X. It could include yeah. Director X. Yeah, but there was a remix of the song with Doja Cat and Megan Thee Stallion, two Ooh. women known for being uh, filthy, filthy whores. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, that that that's the that's this is the state of things. We just we just got whores everywhere, and this is what's marketed to children. But the Ariana Grande thing is particularly disturbing because I. I you told me she was 30. It's like, I guess she has been around for that long, but she, she still like looks like a small child. Okay. So I, I actually looked up the song and just like typed it into the browser. And, uh, it says the title of the song is a mathematical expression equivalent to 69, which is the name of a sexual position referenced by the oh, song. Oh, is it? The, the song is about a, having a large sex drive and intending to have intercourse with her partner all night long, in quotes. Ariana oh. Grande started dating luxury home realtor Dalton Gomez in January 2020, and the pair quarantined together during the COVID lockdown. Don't know why this isn't. An official music video for the song was released on. That's not important. The song has been translated into various languages and has a number eight debut on the Billboard Hot 100. Yay! Yeah, and there's no reason Listen, something shit. like this should be debuting at number eight. <laughs> it's it, variety has been removed yes. from the music world. Disgusting. Yeah, like there's no variety. Like you, you just you can have all, all your top hits are going to be um, uh, this these de degenerates. There, it's not all about sex. Some of it is about murder and selling drugs. And and and, or in the case yeah, of Chris is... Brown, it's it's about like you know longing <laughs> no, for something it. better and wanting you know some some real passion, but it sang from the from the perspective of a, a violent serial killer. But we used to have you know sex, drugs, and rock and roll. So yes, where do right. we balance that? Like what? Because that was more of like. Well, that was that was the rebellious aspect that we thought. Yeah. See, as a society, people were conditioned to believe that this was this was put upon us. Like, oh, we we have to to do this, like the straight laced, this and mm -hmm. that. Like, oh, I don't want to do that. I I want to be my own man. But no no one was forcing people to behave a certain way. That was just how people were and it, it's it's what made people happy and um there there was this myth that people were unhappy in the 50s now like during the, the 50s that was that was when like you know the nuclear family you know the the mom stays at home the dad goes to work and and he's got three kids and he pays for it all oh but really everyone's unhappy because the women aren't allowed to work. They have to stay home as slaves all day. 
and that people can't go out and party and have fun. Well, here's the thing. They had the cultural revolution in the 60s, the hippies movement. I really hate hippie music, by the way. <laughs> it's terrible. 60, I, a lot of people pine for 60s music. Oh, it was the best. Every week there's a, there's a great song. But the, most of that music sucks. It's, you're, you are just <laughs> conditioned to think it's good because the boomers felt like uh, they were part of something at a time. Like, oh, isn't is it look, it's so great. Like you just we, had to be there. We yeah, we did this. You did this. <laughs> we did we, this. <laughs> we did this. Uh yeah, because all that these mentality. <laughs> yeah, and all these monumental things happened. Like, oh my gosh, can you believe it? Like we put a man on the moon and oh uh, and and we, we got women to in the workplace and, and we passed the civil rights act and and, and all the make- while you you have Jimi Hendrix and Jim Morris and taking his penis out on stage, <laughs> Janis Joplin. You have all these things, and uh, people really baby boomers have it in their heads uh, that uh, they that this this was like their time and it was the best time because it really was the most monumental change in American culture. So yeah. So it's associated with this this massive change. Interesting. But I at, know people. But yeah. at the but at the end of the day, it, it's it's more nostalgia than anything. Like people people listen to it because they hear it in movies made by baby boomers. So they're keeping it around. They're, yeah, but but it's not like there's an actual. And I'm not saying like people don't actually like Jimi Hendrix or the doors. Yeah. A lot of those bands do have a lot of good songs, but most of it is, it's not as big as it actually is because it was artificially pumped up. Like the, the, the whole cultural revolution thing. Well, that was, that was all a bunch of, was a bunch of nonsense. Well, and Hendrix was, I think only 27 when he passed. So yeah, wasn't he there was, a thing like he was not Hendrix, around Jim a long Morrison, time and like, Kurt Cobain, they all died at 27 years old. Yeah, there's like a 27 thing. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't I have seen that. care enough about it, but I, I do know maybe that. Maybe even, was Tupac a part of that? Uh, maybe maybe Tupac as well. I, 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 I don't know a lot about it. I just know that it does, like that is a thing. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't get. But out of all the artists ever, like I'm sure you could, it's like baseball statistics. Like, oh, uh, so-and-so, uh, has never gotten a hit when there was like three raindrops on second base. It's like, what? Are you, yeah. Yeah. Like, they yeah, just you, make up stuff, you know, yeah, it's like, I don't know if it's that or if there's a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Cause how many people didn't die at 27? Well, now you have all these like rappers who now don't make it till 25. Right. Well that too. Yeah. You know? Yeah. How and, and how many, and how many <laughs> so musicians died at like 70 or 60 or 80 or 91 or something. And how many died on the toilet? Not many. Too many. Well, why do we not know? Just Elvis. One too many. Exactly. King should still be alive. Yeah. That's the one that would be awesome. Yeah. But but, but after the, the cultural revolution, they, they got women to like that that was the whole like the, the feminism thing, you know, the girls doing whatever. But th- this is the result of it. Is it, Ariana Grande to, to sing these songs. And they they have denied <laughs> variety to people just so they can 
they can force this on people. Like this is the number eight. This, this was chosen to debut yeah. at the number eight. And this is a, res- a result of, of the cultural revolution because, oh, oh, it's, oh, look at this. These, now these women are free. And she's singing about her, like her high sex drive. <laughs> have some restraint. Yes. Yes. You can have some restraint. You know supposed, what I, you know what I really like doing? <laughs> you know what I really like doing? I really like eating food. You know how weird uh, it would be if, if I wrote a bunch of songs about just like eating until I vomit, everyone would say that's really gross. Like specifically, like I eat so much and then I puke everywhere and I pass out and I have to go to the hospital. Everyone would say, I don't want to hear that, but, uh, but it's okay because we've been taught you just look, you have these sexual urges. That means you constantly have to act on them constantly. You don't show any restraint. Like for the same reason you see a donut on the table, <laughs> you have to gra- go grab it and eat it. You have to just like you, you have, you are feeling sexual urges. Well, you, you better, uh, go to the bathroom and, and rub one out. You have to oh, don't hold, don't do not have any self-control because that's what we were taught. The cultural revolution, it freed everybody that the that horrible time in the fifties. You know, speaking of um, sexualizing women, do you remember? It reminds me of um, there was an episode of the, uh, that seventy show where um, uh, Bob, I think, what, what the the former neighbor, Bob and, was Don Donna's dad, right? Afro, yeah, guy. yeah Donna's dad, yeah, Afro guy is actually a, a wig, but his wife, I don't I was it. I thought the mid, yeah, it was. They took it off one day. Or a, a kitty like walked in on him like washing his bald head or something. He had to put. Oh, it that's, on. But, yeah, that's it was, funny. Yeah, yeah, he's like bald. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know that. <laughs> he looks really funny. Uh, yeah, it was it was a wig. But uh, his wife, I think his wife's name was Midge or whatever Donna's mom. And yeah, Midge. She she got she got super into the feminist stuff, and she'd like come yes! home late at night. And and Bob's like, what the heck? And didn't she out, leave? She, didn't she leave him? She did, but at the time she found out. I don't know if she ended up cheating on him, but. It turned out she was like, like she's like, uh, oh yeah, my the mentor guy told me that I I need to demand more from you and you know I I should free myself and blah 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 all, all that stuff and it turns out the guy was just trying to like hit on her and take her out on dates and he was like like trying to put his arm around her and like feel her up and she's like what are you what, what? <laughs> she might have cheated but the point is is that for that guy he gave in to the feminist thing to like. It was like a gimmick to him to try to seduce women. Like, oh this, yeah, you should do, you you should. Isn't do that you how it? For... Isn't that how it always is with these guys that, that, that are feminists? Exactly. Like they always turn out to be some kind of like like sexual predator. <laughs> yeah, they like always are. It's it's so weird. But yeah, so you have to be all for it. Um, but yeah, yeah, that that triggered my memory to that. I haven't watched that show in forever. Uh, yeah, I, I could not tell you. I don't think you were a big fan of that, were you? I, I, that was, was in it. Yeah, they did the intro song. That, that was a show that I watched it. And as I got older and I kept watching it, I was like, why am I watching the show? I don't actually (laughs) like it. Well, people got their starts there. Like who? (laughs) Like Mila Kunis and Ashton Kutcher. I think that they shared the first kiss. Mila. 
Mila Kunis was in that that Hulk Hogan movie where he's like what? a ri- he's like a rich guy. And um I haven't and, seen Yeah, it's I called uh, Santa Santa with muscles. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I have to check that out. She yeah, was in that before that 70s show? Yeah, she no, she's like a, she's like a little little kid in it. Oh, weird. Yeah, she's well, she's like uh I don't know, like eight or nine. She's she, yeah, she's like really young in it. It it's it's pretty funny. Um yeah, it probably I guess Ashton Kutcher probably started. It. I want to say Mila Kunis was like actually a teenager. In, hmm. in that 70s show, I think everyone else was like in their 20s I think she was like something. 14 or something. I don't know if she was 14, but yeah, she, she, she wasn't 18. Right. Yeah. But anyway, that show's not good. No, I'm, I'm looking up Ariana Grande. So it's Ariana Grande Butera. She's born in, uh, oh, I just missed her birthday. June 26, 1993 in Boca ah, Raton, Florida. Gotta wish her a happy birthday. Yeah, we missed it. Uh, she's the daughter of Joan Grande. Do you know who she is? Uh, she's a, a, a she's like no. Joan, but bigger. <laughs> uh, the Brooklyn-born CEO of Hose McCann Communications, a manufacturer of communications and safety equipment owned by the Grande family since 1964, and Edward Butera, a graphic design film owner in Boca Raton. Uh, Grande all, is all of I heard Italian was, descent. All I heard was hear? Grand, All I heard was Grande. You want me to back up? Yeah, I see that. The daughter of Joan Grande. Yeah, Brooklyn born. She's the Brooklyn born CEO of Hose McCann Communications. She got hose? Hose in different area codes. All right. That was that was probably yes, we did. But that was the only part I wanted to hear. I thought I heard hose, but I wasn't sure. Okay. So I can continue manufacturing. You heard that part? Yes. And that she's Italian? Yeah, I didn't know that. I, I didn't know I she was Italian. Okay. Uh, she described herself as an um, Italian-American with Sicilian and, oh, wow, a Bruzzese roots. That can't be the right word. Uh, she just has an older half-brother that's boring. So by age 13, Grande became serious about pursuing a music career. Although she still concentrated on theater, when she first arrived in Los Angeles to meet with her manager, she expressed a desire to record an R&B album and this is her in quotes I was like I want to make an R&B album they were like um that's a hell of a goal does it actually have the ums in there (laughs) yes it does oh my gosh (laughs) who is going to buy a 14 year old's R&B album hold on hold on hold on hold on stop there there have been plenty of young artists that have released albums Uh, like this this is more of that (laughs) fake crap that we talk about even Lil Bow Wow yeah, like th- this. This is that fake crap that where like people do this platinum at like twelve. Yeah, where my dogs at? Bark with me now. Bow wow wow yippee oh yippee. And he had that oh, fake yeah. uh, urban urban uh, legend about getting raped by his limo driver that was fake. But he's oh, he, yeah. I the, saw the movie. Like Mike is great. Oh, I didn't I know that was him. I never saw that. But anyway, yeah. but that that's this whole like the mystique okay. that they add to yeah. these artists like oh this is that fake 
adversity like no one would ever hear a 14 year old uh, oh but now she's one of the biggest artists in the world can you believe it everybody told her no but in the face of adversity she showed them no she went up like um i want to like make an r&b album uh no one like wants to hear a 14 year old like make a song and then they like made a song and it was like really big and now like here i am now wow that that's this crap that they put on the, all of this, this whole industry is fake. And the more we oh, go yeah. into it, the happier the, it makes me feel about like just knowing all of this stuff. Yeah. Like, I'm looking for it and it comes out. Yeah. Like, like all it takes is like a, like a, a, a glancery look. Like we're just out there. Like, I wonder what it, it says about this person. Like, oh, this is total BS. How about that? Like, and that dude, it's like. It's like everything. We look into Every these people. One. Like, it, like it just turns out. Oh, by the way, th- this person. Uh, yeah, they're uh, they they were heavily connected to some some organization, some industry, some CEO, and, and they just uh, well, uh, just one day they felt like being some kind of <laughs> rock star or or something or another, uh, and, we'll and then and. Then, yeah, and then they have a number one record, and then now they're they're worth uh, ninety billion dollars because because they're the brand ambassador for Chanel and Dior and corn and corn pops and uh, applesauce and a V eight. Yeah, of course, of course they have a. Of course, they have an OnlyFans. <laughs> the whole thing—they got it all. Oh, it's disgusting. Yeah, this is this is the the biggest joke. The, the music mm. industry is is so embarrassingly fake. Now you go back fifty years and you find a lot of these grassroots stars that they they get exploited. Like I don't think the Beatles yeah. started off as some kind of fake group, but over time, I I do think that. They, they had gotten co-opted and then maybe mm-hmm. someone's like, let's exploit these guys. And they're like, yeah, we'll, we'll make a you know, terrible art or terrible number nine, number nine, number nine. I, I'm, <laughs> I'm sure, I'm sure at some point, like they're just like, let's make these people like the face of something stupid or whatever. But they, you, yeah. Well, I think that was fake. I, I think that yeah. was fake, but I think they, they really wrote these songs and they really had the idea. Like they wanted to, you know, just make some good songs and play rock and roll and just have a good time. I, I think they wanted to do that, but eventually someone's like, nah, let's, uh, it's let's, the uh, pop yet. <laughs> no, 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 never. It's oh. never, ever, ever been. This is what's popular. It's let's make this popular. Oh, it's okay. only ever been. Let's make this popular. So it's always been agenda pushing, essentially. Yes, absolutely. Always. Just a crummy commercial. Yes. Ovaltine. I'm gonna use that over and over. It's like my yeah. I watch it every Christmas. Yeah. Oh, it's a it's a it's a good movie. Yeah, but yeah, the the whole thing it's but the these people were at at some point. They, they really, they wanted to make music and then they get corrupted along the way. And, uh, so and now it's not, it's not even that it's like, let's just like, let's take our daughter and, and give her a number one record. Let's take our son and let's, let's give him a number one record. 
it, it's it's the it's the the most shameless thing I've ever seen. And just every day we look at it. Fourteen year old. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> let's let, let, and let's let's make this fourteen year old. And she's not like singing cute songs. Like like a good example is uh, baby metal. Like baby metal oh, is like yeah, silly. Yeah, it's like silly cute stuff. Yeah. Like you know they are dressed as schoolgirls, but. I mean, uh, I'm not going to pretend that no one is going to sexualize schoolgirls. Like, it, of course, it does happen, yes. But the songs that they're singing, that you know, they're 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 silly songs. You know, they're they're and they're singing about like really. I haven't heard one baby metal song, but I've seen you. Well, you, well, the, all the the songs are in Japanese. You you would not, you know, you wouldn't know what they're saying anyway. Yeah, but. They're, they're not singing like, you know, uh, I'm, I'm dressed like I'm 16 and, um, you know, you use, use me like a prostitute. You know, yeah. Like that, that's ride you so hard all night. It's going to feel like a, a car accident or something. Yeah. Yeah. Like they're not singing like that. So it's, it's like, it's the complete opposite. It's like you, you look 16 and, and you're, and you're talking like you're Jenna Jameson. It's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's shameless. It's, and all these people, they're all phonies. Like no one out there is like, you know what? I want to, I want to be a, a pop star. I think it'd be cool to, to sing porn core. You know, I found this one rapper. I think we do need to talk about him at some point. He has this song. I think it's called my balls. It's like something, some, something like that. I think that's what it's called. Uh, well, sounds catchy. Yeah. But the guy described himself as porn core. Well, I'll, you know, I, the song is kind of catchy, but is it? yes, it's, it's, it is kind of catchy, but, um, it, it is, it, the, the lyrics are, it's, it, it's just like, it, it's, it, it's extremely vulgar. Mm. And there, there's no subtlety. Like I will say this with, with some Ariana Grande stuff there, there's not much, but there, there is a, a modicum of, of subtlety with it. We're here. Uh, not, not it's so overt. much. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's there. There, like, there's, there's zero subtlety in this guy. So, and, and that, and well, and it, it became its own genre where there, there these people, these, these mega artists, I guess I'll just start calling them for the sake of argument, mega artists. Mm-hmm. They're all pushing like hypersexuality because again, like children are the ones listening to this. And, um, uh, Isn't it the, sex these, cells? no, I mean, it does, but that's only because this whole thing is, is unregulated, but there is its own subgenre of of people that are uh, rapping about just like vulgar pornography, and it, it's not that um, it's not that popular, and that just shows you that this stuff is totally fake. Otherwise it would be more popular because you have this whole genre of, of uh, like porn core. Now there was that band. Um, I, I, I don't want to get into it. I, I, I will. I think this, this could, should be an episode for uh, another day. Uh, All right. And we'll I don't want to, yeah. And I don't want to get 
Don't uh, give it away. Yeah, I don't want to get too sidetracked. But it, it's it's not a, a popular genre on its own, yet somehow in the mainstream, it's immensely popular. And that, yeah. that's, that's what should make people kind of, you know, get, get, get the old noggin joggin as they yeah. say. Kind of raise the old eyebrow a little bit. Yeah. It's like, how come all this, this filthy porn stuff is, is popular? Well, that's what the kid's like. Okay. Really? How yeah. come there's a whole subgenre that's not popular? Uh, oh uh, yeah, exactly. Checkmate. Yeah, so uh, back to Ariana Grande. In 2008, Grande was cast as a cheerleader, Charlotte, in the Broadway musical 13. When she joined the musical, Grande left North Broward Preparatory School but continued to be enrolled. The school sent her materials to study with tutors. She also sang various times at the New York City Jazz Club Birdland, but here we, here we get into some interesting stuff. She was cast in the Nickelodeon television show Victorious along with 13 co-star Elizabeth Gillies or Willies. I don't know. I don't you know. Mean the Willies. It's a G. Gilly, I don't know. Gillies? Gillies? Maybe. I don't know. In 2009, uh, in the sitcom set at a performing arts high school, she played the adorably dim-witted Cat Valentine or Valentine. She had to dye her hair red every other week for the role, which severely damaged her hair. Poor girl. The show premiered on Mar- in March. So they're making kids like mess up their hair, if that is actually true. The show premiered in March 2010 to the second largest audience for a live action series in Nickelodeon with 5.7 million viewers. And it helped propel Grande to teen idol status, but she was more interested in a music career, saying that acting is, quote, Fun, but music has always been first and foremost with me. Um, yeah, that's about about it on eighteen Ariana Grande. It's nothing really that exciting after that. But that, that's interesting. That's how she got her start. And you look through her pictures, and you'll even see a picture in 2013. She looks just like a young child. I think that's when she was 20. So maybe that's like what people remember her as, but yeah, she is highly sexualized and she's the one wearing like, she's wearing like these cat ears while she's. Yeah. No, it's like a, it's like like a bunny. It's like a, it's like an S and M bunny mask. No, here, here's the thing. I'm not looking at the (laughs) same thing that you're looking at. Okay. (laughs) But I've, I've seen her in that many, many times. Like that's the thing that I know her for is wearing then, that that S and M like gimp mask. Yeah, yeah, it's really like yeah, S and M or was it BDSM or something like that? Sure, that BDSM. Where they like they like whip each other or like uh, it's like they like put people like in a bag 50, and have sex with them or something. Is it like the Fifty Shades of Grey? Because remember that was like like a huge movie i don't know if that has any ties i don't know if that movie was popular i remember the book was popular and then i remember the movie came out i know the movies came out i just i don't remember how popular they were pretty sure they're pretty popular i mean i mean imagine a sex a sex movie with this big billionaire person uh 
just I don't know, not like he was like being a master to like these women, sort of, or like I don't know. It's, it's a weird thing. <laughs> but I'm looking down here, uh, uh, Ariana Grande's influences, and it has a picture of you know like Mariah Carey and Whitney a, a, Houston. A porn and star is that? Is that what there's a picture of? <laughs> No, it's funny because it's just people wearing like relatively respectable stuff, not the thing, the weird, sexy, sex selling stuff she's trying to do. So weird, dude. Dude, it's super weird. Like, I don't know who's into that stuff. It's just, it's weird because a lot of them, like Megan the Stallion and Cardi B, mm-hmm. I don't know an, a lot about Megan the Stallion. So um, she got shot. Well, yeah, but I mean, like her upbringing. I know Cardi B was a stripper. Yeah, she was. But I don't know, like, like Megan The Stallion. I would, I would believe that she was a stripper. I mean, I wouldn't be like a far stretch to imagine. But yeah, like, so, Grande but, but was my, a child, <laughs> right? My my point is, I I get that. Like I I get that. That this isn't surprising to me. But like Ariana Grande, and it, it's it's not like. Ariana Grande, um, like she started off all wholesome and then she kind of had the, the Miley Cyrus, like the, the, the new, like the, the reinvention where she's like, oh yeah, I'm i I'm my own woman now. Okay. I'm, I'm not the child that did Disney stuff. And then, and then now she's like, okay, now I'm like a sexualized like stripper <laughs> or whatever. And no, it was just like she was only ever like that. Yeah, she, I think she's we'll have, always we'll she's always been this kind of like like sexual doll. Mm. Yeah, it's it's so weird. Yeah, and and everyone is okay with it. Like no one thinks this is weird. Like I I, I know that like there's a lot of people that. They probably don't know about it, but they're just, like, no one looks at this and says like, guys, this is, this is wrong. Like th- this girl is like, this is a small child and, uh, she's ba- basic. She, she looks like honestly, like those, those plastic sex dolls that they, they sell to people. And like it, yeah, yeah, because she doesn't look like a thirty-year-old. It's creepy, and all her songs, like, do, does she have any songs that are like, um, wholesome? I was gonna say like about like motivating, <laughs> like cleaning up the earth and like like doing community service or. I'm sure she says hold, she's a hold, philo- hold, philanthropist. philanthropic. Yeah. Does, does she hold like holding hands with like the special someone? Because Meg the Stallion is a, a philanthropist. Uh, well, yeah, they all are. Yeah, but she she's from uh, South Park, Houston. That's kind of funny. <laughs> well, that explains why she's a cartoon character. The, right. Well, well, actually, can, can you can you look up to see if Megan the Stallion was like a stripper early on? Is that true? Actually, you know what? Let, let we'll we'll find that out. Uh, let let's let's take a break. Um, what what do you yeah. got for us this week? So this week is really cool. We actually so we had um, Mondo Generator 
back in episode 13, uh, and so, and that was with our buddy Mike Amster. And this week we have his brother, uh, his band, Abrams. So the band's called Abrams. Uh, we're going to play the song called In the Clouds off their album, uh, 2022 album, In the Dark. And they also, so they're uh, playing, so Abrams is playing Underground Music Scene Fest July 30th in Denver, Colorado. Burke or Burkew Rock City Fest um, on August 5th in, oh, that's Albuquerque, New Mexico. And then they're also recording their next record in September in Salem, Massachusetts with Kurt, I'm going to mess up the name, Kurt Ballou uh, for, of Converge in God City Studios. And it'll be out probably in 2024. He's also in Night Fishing, where they just recorded two singles that should be coming out this summer. Um, and they believe they're, they should be playing in New York City at, uh, in December for the label's Brutal Panda Records. So go and check them out. Abrams Band, we're playing In the Clouds. Check them out.
back. Thank you guys from Abrams for that song. Hope you guys enjoyed it. And, you know, I was thinking during the break about uh, a story I had heard um, a while back. And it reminded me of that movie, Idiocracy, which we we brought up about the culture of the future. And do you remember kind of um, the part where... Um, they changed the name to Fuddruckers. <laughs> I do remember that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, so about a year or so ago, they changed the name to uh, of uh, Staples Center, where the Lakers play, and the Clippers as well. And they, they ended up changing it to Crypto Arena. And it was funny because there were memes where like uh, a staple remover was taking out the big uh, logo of Staples. But... Uh, it's funny because I'm not sure if if uh, what I'm about to say was involved with the possible renaming of Staples Center or not, but Pornhub was one of the names or businesses um, brought into the mix that are like applied to be the name of one of these major sports arenas. So could you imagine if you're taking your nine-year-old to the Pornhub arena? <laughs> I mean, but it made me think of idiocracy, Fuddruckers, and and kind of like how far away are we from from having Pornhub Stadium? Oh, not far at all. Like you know, we've already got sports teams in Vegas now, so why not just go for it? Yeah, well, they're probably a big business. Well, I mean, look how look how normalized it is. Like we we have like fifty year old. Not only do we have like fifty year old women, um, like doing uh like only fans but we have yeah. our our major pop stars mm-hmm. doing only fans seems so desperate yeah really well desperate. well it, it's it's really what it is is i i do think it is desperation but it it is an attempt to um to get uh all of this stuff just normalized it's, it's part of everything because eventually you know there there will come the day where it's like, hey kids, it, it's movie day uh, at the at the high school. We're gonna be watching Deep Throat. It, it's, <laughs> it's going to it's going to happen. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, the way things are going, it'd be it, it's sooner rather than later. Like that that movie has so many parallels to what kind of what we have in store for ourselves, but. You know, I wanted to talk about something kind of interesting, especially in music and with the popularity, I guess you would say. But Hollywood Undead to team up with Tech Nine for Hollywood and Nine tour this fall, like like Tech Nine. And I don't know who Tech, the Hollywood... Tech Nine has also been around forever, by the way. This is not lo- another yes. one of like these up and comings like, oh, who knew where he came from? 99. <laughs> yeah. Was he before that? Oh, he has been around forever. I, I don't, I feel like he's got to be way older than, because doesn't the dude have like, like, like 20 kids or something? Oh, no, that's Nick Cannon. I know that. I had, but... I had heard a crazy thing that if you have more than like 11 kids in California, you don't have to pay like child support or something like that. Yeah, so I don't think he pays any child support. And he's, well, that's not the point I was trying to make. But it is just a funny thing, though. Yeah. It's a funny thing it is, you know? But go on. Talk about Tech 9. 
Yeah, it's they're joining forces with 21st century rock luminaries Hollywood Undead and the Dead to co-headline the. Yeah, I already said that. I'm trying to read this, and it's I don't really understand it. Like buzzing rap phenom phenomenon, King Iso serves as the special guest with. I'm other, guessing that's another act- rapper that. Yeah, we don't know anything about. Yeah, as they're talking. Yeah, I don't think we know. Okay, here about the tour tech comments. I'm super excited for this upcoming fall tour with Hollywood Undead and King Iso. Uh, A time to kill, indeed. All right. Well, and then yeah, look forward to that. Exactly. It just seems like they're not in the same genres, are they? Hollywood Undead? Isn't Holly, Hollywood Undead is kind of like a like a brocore metal band? I, I I've I've heard Johnny Three Tears, J Dog, Funny Man, rap Charlie rock. Scene, and Danny. Yeah, they did rap rock. And I, rap I heard rock? of them yeah, I heard of J-Dog. them like when they first came out. A guy that we both know told me he's like, You gotta check this band out. And I was just kind of like, okay, well, uh all right, and I heard it. I'm like, dude, this is not for me. This is well, and I remember Tech Nine from like the Areola song. <laughs> yep. Areola, okay. Yeah, yeah, Areola. So, and I thought it was just kind of gimmicky, like you know, like is, the, the Tech Nine time for Molly Crew or whatever. Tech Nine <laughs> is gimmicky, and, and so here's the thing with Tech Nine. So Tech Nine founded his record label in '99. He started in '91. Mm. Whoa. Yeah. Okay, that makes more he, sense because okay. he's old. Yeah, yeah he's 51. He's 51. Okay, so he's yeah. one of the guys that stood the test of time. How many other 50-year-old rappers are there left? Well, yeah, that it, that's a that's Snoop a good Dogg that's and... a good question. Yeah, most of them are dead. Like a, like a rapper living to be 50 is like a person living to be over 100. Like, like oh wow, good for you. You did it. Yeah, uh Tech well, we... 9 is he's routinely at, uh, uh performing with various psychopathic record associates like he he is like always at gathering of the juggalos he's basically a juggler that's funny yes it is because i mean he has that song you know areola he's kind of a a goof evil brain angel heart yeah like his his lyrics are i'm a little dysfunctional (laughs) they are pretty but but they're not goofy in a way like he's he's like he he's having a some some yucks. I, I think that's something that he takes seriously. Yeah, I mean he can rap fast and, and he does do that. Like, yeah. like he's, it, I mean, I guess you would call that uh, good. <laughs> I, <laughs> like I don't know, like. Could he do it live? I don't that's, know. That's like the it, real question, because I've seen Weird Al do White and Nerdy live, and he couldn't keep up. Oh, wow. Yeah, and imagine doing a whole show of like songs just like that. There's no way. Yeah. There's yeah. no way you could do the whole thing. Yeah, it's, it's not, it's not as, uh, as impressive as it is on the record. Because what, they, what they probably do is they, they do the, the, the first verse and then um, they uh, they take like a long break, and then they just go, okay, all right, 
Ready? All well, right, I know, let's go. I know Billy Joel would have trouble doing um didn't start the fire. Me, uh, we didn't start the fire. Uh, metal artist extraordinaire Billy Joel. Yes, metal. Oh, yes, metal artist extraordinaire. We'll get to that another time. Okay. Oh, well, that wasn't necessarily where I was going to go with it, but I remember forgot what he did to remi- remember. Maybe he used a, a teleprompter or something, possibly. Uh, maybe. Who knows? But go on. Go on. Back to uh, no, it's a lot of a lot of words. And and where do you take a breath? Uh, well, if we learned anything from Chocolate Rain, you move your face <laughs> to take, a, to take a, a, a breath away from well, I'll show you some chocolate pain. What are you laughing at, baby? You know, that episode's not very funny, but that part was really funny. Well, it seemed like that was kind of a, not really like a mainstream YouTube video when YouTube kind of was like either coming out or really popular. But then it made it to one of the most popular shows. So I don't know. I don't know. Then they did Vanilla Snow or something like that. Uh, I, well, that one guy did it as a, as a lark. But yeah, but I was just making a point. Leave when Brittany said, alone. When you said, when do you take a breath? Oh, okay. And you move to the said, side of the moon. In the video, yeah, he said, I move away from whatever. That was the thing. Oh, that's what, yeah. He had to do it in like uh, the closed captioning. It's like, oh, yes. I move away. To, so I to, ex- to, ex- to explain what he did. Yes, yes. In case, in case no, I'm just acting like a freak because it's just my thing. Or he has like Tourette's or something like that. Remember Tourette's guy? Yeah, of course. That guy was great. Tourette's guy. Poor really... guy. He was awesome. He doesn't, act, no, he doesn't he have not... Tourette's. It's not a Mickey Mouse t-shirt. He's just an actor. That's just Ted Dart. No, no, I like to believe that it's it, it he really had Tourette's. No, that's just an actor. Was it? Yes. This guy was not real. I'm sure the angry video game nerd is a an actor too. Or wait, who was it? The wow, the greatest freak out guy. Remember him? I don't remember him. Oh, he like his parents got him like a new car and it was a complete beater and they filmed it. And then he went inside the house and took a baseball bat and started smashing the car. And they're like, Kevin, I, what do you do? I forgot his I, name, but I was... can relate. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> you know that who has grateful? Who hasn't who hasn't done that once or twice in their <laughs> life? I mean, come was, on. Yes. It was great. They're like, oh my God, Steven. Yes, it was Steven. And then they like tried grabbing the bat from him and he turned around and was like acted like he was gonna smack him over the head. It was great. They're like, oh my no, that this guy sounds cool. We should hang out with him. Yeah, we should see if we can get him on the show. He, if, but he, he, and then they they did a video of him like getting a tattoo. <laughs> did he freak out when he got the wrong tattoo? Like, oh also, my God. so bad. <laughs> He's just like stabbing someone else with like with the tattoo. Like, you needles. need to stand still, and like they're all laughing. Oh, now, that sounds like good time. Yeah, that guy's great. Uh, I think yeah, he was like the. It was like world's greatest freak out or something, or he'd freak out over World of Warcraft, I think. And he's like, "Stop killing me!" Oh, that sounds awesome. <laughs> I'm on your team. <laughs> Wait a minute, was this a big fat guy? No, 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 okay. he was skinny. I, okay, because I know there's that fat guy that used to like there... flip tables and stuff, but you know that wasn't real. Oh, wasn't? I think well, this is well real. the epic the epic freak out guy. I don't know him. That might have been real, but I know there was a guy that would he would like talk like this. 
but it wasn't, it was like, he would actually flip tables over. That wasn't real though. It doesn't matter. I've got to send this to you. You're going to love this. All right. But let's go, let's get, but back, back to, um, back to tech nine. Yeah, tech te- te- tech nine. Uh, yeah, he's he's been around forever. He's always at the gathering of the jugglers. And the the thing that I was saying was, uh, like, I don't think he he puts his silly lyrics out. Like, isn't this funny, guys? I think in his mind, like, he's like, yeah, this is the like this is the real stuff. Like, yeah, this is gonna hit hard. Yeah, you know I'm saying, I like, I think that that's the thought process. Like when he says, "Ooh, areola," he's like, yeah, this is like this is sexy. It's like really sexy, you know. Well, are you trying to say like how Jay Z was trying to say that uh, Ludacris deserves more credit? Is this a similar situation? No, I think Ludacris is actually like being silly. Like Ludacris is like, yeah, yo, this is gonna be funny. But mm. uh, I, I think Tech Nine is like, yeah, this is the, like this is good stuff. I think he's got like almost thirty albums. Oh. I mean, it's, that's a lot. Yeah. I mean, and he stood the test of time, so to speak, I guess. Uh, well, he's, uh, he, he appeared as an actor in a movie called Vengeance and Night of the Living Dead Origins 3D. Hmm. So good. He's mm-hmm. also an actor. Oh, he's, uh, and his songs are in. Uh, Madden 2006, The Crew, okay. EA Sports MMA, which is from 2010, um, 25 to Life, which is a third-person shooter developed by Avalanche. I don't know. Like I just see the the cover and it. it it's a, is his music or do they have his like? Does he play a character or something in it? No, these are it says his songs. Uh, WWE 2K18. EA Sports UFC 3 and Midnight Club Los Angeles in which he is an unlockable character in that one. Oh. And in 2009, uh Tech9 and Chris Calico appeared in the promotional video for the Fight Night Round 4 video game. You know, Tech9, I've never heard of him having any like legal problems or beating anyone up or anything. Is he has he had anything like that? The, no, the only, the, clo- the closest thing he came to a scandal is just being associated with the insane clown posse. Oh, uh, okay. Well, he had, he got, di- he got married in 95 and then divorced in 2015. Yeah. It's not like the domestic violence or anything crazy. Or... Uh, he's okay. an avid supporter of the Kansas city chiefs the, and the Royals and sporting kansas city which that's soccer what? team i guess he likes soccer is that a, is that um a controversy? that's a crime in my world you're right that seems pretty controversial yeah. and before the chiefs played in the 2019 afc championship game he released a song titled red kingdom yeah, he seems like a straight shooter yeah it's, it's, known as it seems like a regular Aaron guy Dantes yates Aaron yeah yates. yeah it seems like Aaron. a, like a Akon? A-A-Ron. A-A-Ron. Have you seen that? Of course, I, of course I have. That's really funny. <laughs> Timothy, present. 
Yeah, the, those those guys are pretty funny. Like the the um, uh, what are their names? You know their names. I forgot their name. Kel and something. Keenan, Keenan and, Kel? and Kel. Is that them? No. Oh. Why can't I think of them? Uh, it doesn't matter, but yeah, they they made some skits and they do some funny stuff. But yeah, anyway, yeah. Yeah, so this guy, of all the people, like he seems the most likely to be the biggest scumbag and he's the most regular yes. guy. <laughs> exactly. Got kids. Yeah, that, that, that's very, very, very funny. Yeah. Yeah, he got he did get married and he was married for a long time. It seems like, you know, uh a little a little different. Like Ariana Grande's never been married, right? Uh Azalea. Like they're getting up there. But I guess you can have kids till you're in your fifties nowadays. Sixties even matter. Oh why not try to beat it with wait till you're seventy. Yeah. I don't, I don't see why not. Because like, not only can you have kids way into your fifties, you can do pornography and and sell it to people well into your fifties and you'll be applauded for it. And then you can charge people a lot of money. Wait, You don't have an OnlyFans? What's wrong with you? I'm not, I'm not 50. You don't, you don't respect women if you don't have an OnlyFans. (laughs) No, you don't respect women if you don't pay for OnlyFans. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, come on. You got to pay for all. You know, what's kind of funny is I remember people a few years back complaining about all these subscription services. Like, oh, I got to get Netflix and I got to get HBO and I got to get, uh, I mean, they, they've kind of streamlined it, but yeah, but it was just like, oh, I got to get this, this, and this, and this, and this. But now it's like, oh yeah, now I got to pay for this only fans girl and this only fans girl. And this OnlyFans girl, it's like, oh, all these streaming services, they're way out of control. Oh, but I can't cancel the OnlyFans. Yeah, that's like, no. Well, those are the ones that are out of control. I, I, I got to get all these people. It's so crazy. You, you, you pay like $100 a month for like two women that are way more than past their prime. It almost, it almost feels like, like brainwashing, like, like they're, uh, like, you know, they, they come up with like these gimmick products that people buy, like, like a Rubik's cube, like only fans. Oh yes, that's right. Yes. (laughs) Key and peel. Yes. I'm glad you remembered that. Yeah. That took a while. Yeah. I like their football draft one. That one's really funny. Oh yes, or or the one is it the one where they do their names while they're like yes uh, yeah, yeah 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 <laughs> yeah and and their names are all like like jackhammer noises and like like a dolphin <laughs> yeah the, I, the, those are those are That's funny fantastic. yeah those are yeah. funny sorry to d- distract you there no 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 it needed it, to be it, said it, it hit. It was it was really bugging me. I had to think of the movie. I'm like, what was the movie called? What Get Out? And I was like, ah, Jordan oh, Peele. Yeah. Peele. Oh, yes, that's that right. Was bad. That was really bad, though. I, I don't. I I don't know if I, I saw that one. Really? Yeah. I don't know. I, yeah. What, what's that? Get Out. I don't. The name seems kind of crappy. Um, I don't know. 
Yeah, you. Uh, yeah. Is it? Is that yeah. like new? Four, five, six, or seven years ago. Okay. I... What year is it? No. Yeah. I mean, it was a pretty popular movie. Okay. I'm surprised you haven't seen it. You should have. <laughs> I haven't I, seen it. Okay, so is it, it's like bad that I haven't seen it, so I, I got to go rent it? I guess. I guess. All right, well. I, yeah. Okay. I'm telling you to go watch it, but I mean. But, but, but you're telling me if I know it's good for me, I'll go watch it. Right. Okay. It okay. might not be good for you, but it's. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, it's good for me physically. If I like, yeah. if I like walking tomorrow without broken legs, exactly. that's what you're getting at. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I'm, tr- I've been trying to find his, um, uh, tech nine, his, um, his like actual discography. It doesn't, I don't know if it's 30 albums, I mean, one, well, two, like 22, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23. <laughs> so it's, it's 23. I said, I don't think it's 30, 23. Yeah. But, but then he's got a bunch of EPs. Uh, yes. Yeah, live Com- albums too. Which that yeah, doesn't really I don't, count. yeah, I don't, I don't like count studio comp- albums. Yeah. I don't count, uh, compilations. Right, yeah. That, okay. Yeah. But, and then he has, yeah. So it doesn't have 30 albums, but honestly he might as well have 30 albums. Glad you cleared that up. <laughs> yeah, because well, yeah, yeah, that seems like a lot, but yeah, I guess this guy puts out a lot of stuff. It's almost like Tupac. Yeah. Now, I and 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 also, it's another thing that I, I want to clarify this. So he puts out an album in '99, then 2000, then 2001, then 2002, 2006, 2007, eight, nine, a, a, another one in nine. Uh, Whoa. 2010, 11, two and 11, 13, 14, 15, another in 15, 16, 17, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21. So he's, he's put some stuff out. I mean, that's, that's a lot. And I was going to say that you can do that because it's only really him and you can put the beats and all the other stuff together. Not saying he doesn't put effort into it, but you're not managing four or five other uh, personalities, availabilities, you know, uh, going through learning songs together. It's, he, he's doing it. He could, he could bust those things out in a few sessions, I imagine. I mean, granted, it would take some time, but he's releasing two albums in a year, multiple times. A few times, but, but yeah. also sometimes he's taken a break for a few years, which is probably when he's touring, but... Touring, yeah. And here's the thing, like if, if you're touring, like as a rock band, you're probably not thinking too hard, like, all right, I gotta, I gotta, gotta make sure that this goes this way. Or I gotta make sure everyone's a blah, blah, blah. Where here, he's just like press play on, um, on record. And then I rap over it, you know, not, not too big of a deal. Oh, you're saying like, there aren't like, uh drummers and stuff playing live or or maybe they kind of are but for the most part the music being being played through like a dj setup or something yeah where it, it there, there's a lot less rehearsal yeah yeah so th- there that's there's less for him to actually worry about so he could probably write some lyrics like while he's on the road because there's a, there's a lot mm. less that you, you have to think about 
Kind of makes sense. Yeah. So like while he's on the road, he can have the songs written because all he needs to do is go like, because with 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 songs like when i mean not songs i don't want to put this down too hard but with um with something like you know like rap versus like instrument music you write the song and then the lyrics come afterwards so there there there's two parts to this okay and, and, um, you, you write the song first, you're I mean, you write the music first and then you write the lyrics to it. You can't, you can't write a rock and roll song. You can't write the lyrics and <laughs> then make the music fit that, that doesn't work that way. Oh yeah. This band does it. No, they don't shut up. As one thing we have learned in many of our episodes doing research, most of these people are just full of crap and they're liars. And they'll say anything to make them sound more interesting because dummies will believe it. Dummies will believe anything. Dummies will believe things like Mr. Rogers had tattooed sleeves and like <laughs> killed everybody in World War II. They'll, they'll believe anything. They'll believe uh, little Bow Wow was molested by his limo driver and needed stitches, stitches in his rear end. Well, you say the lie, you repeat the lie, and then when the truth really comes out, all you remember is the lie. Yeah, you exactly. Know, the 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 correction is, you know, for instance, on the back page rather than it, than on, you know, the lie is on page one. And then, you know, the correction is later on, everyone already believes the lie. And then it's, you know, in small, like writing in the very back of, of the episode or whatever, the newspaper, whatever the kids are reading these days. But it's, it's, it's so too bad that days. like that you I had heard someone say it's like uh, I think it's this famous politician. He might, his name was like Ray, like Raymond Donovan or Ray Donovan, and it, it turned out that he got cleared of all the charges he was um, accused of. And then he's like, "All right, great. Uh, what department do I go to get my reputation back?" And the point is, you don't get your you reputation don't. back. You don't. Oh, you, you remember don't. the remember the guys, the Duke lacrosse players? Oh gosh, yes, that was. Yeah, like, like so, gang raping allegations and things yeah, like that. Yeah, some some dirtbag stripper. She just said like, "Oh yeah, these 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 guys, these privileged white boys, uh they all mm-hmm. raped me." And and it was easily proven that they were not even like in the same town or something. Jeez, or, it was that bad. Yeah, and then by the time it all came out, the the damage was done to their reputation that there, there was no real apology given. Uh, it was just like, ah, well, sucks to be you guys. Yeah. Do you remember well, that you one guy? <laughs> do you remember that guy? He he played for the Seahawks. Um, Sean Lynch. No, his name was like Brian. No, his name was like Brian something. But he was, he was in high school, and he was like he was supposed to be this big football star, and this mm-hmm. woman just said. Uh, uh, he, he raped me violently and then he just went to jail. There's like, no, no questions asked. And he, the whole time he main, he maintained his innocence. He's like, I, I did not do this. This woman is lying. And then his lawyer said, all right, I got an idea. And he hooked him up with a wire and, um, he, he got her in the room and he just said, listen, I need to ask you, why did you lie about, uh, everything? And she said, okay, I did it for money and attention because she got a bunch of money for it and she spent it all and she lost it. 
Oh, dummy. And then, uh, yeah, and then he got her on tape doing that, and then they just they just let him out. But he had still done some years in jail, you know, like prime of his life. It was, it was, it was you know, taken from him. And that's in, he, intangible. The amount of yeah, loss you can't recognize that type of loss. And I and I think eventually they um they did let him play for the Seahawks. I don't, I don't know how, his name is Brian something, but this, this was a long time ago, but yeah, you, you don't, you don't get your reputation back. No, you know, the, the one person that may have, and because, because they went through this was Kobe Bryant with the alleged, you know, I don't think that was alleged at all. I think he 100% did it. Oh, he did it. After that woman, after that woman said like made the accusations and he was oh. like oh geez i'm i'm sorry that she feels that way well i'm oh. gonna come out i'm black mamba uh, i'm a i'm a different man now he, well, he didn't he didn't people, deny it there are some people that like um they're like well kobe wasn't um people believed you know, kobe didn't do it because they wanted to <laughs> no because they wanted to believe their sports hero wouldn't well, he did get his wife a $4 million ring after that. and Yeah, he did. One. He acted guilty after doing it, and he never denied it. That's weird. Yeah, no one ever talks about that. Yeah. But but he kept the reputation. Uh, you know, I think they even settled out of court. I don't think it. Well, because he was the biggest star in sports at the time. Yeah. It was too important to... to to, and then it'll be like every it. girl wants him. Like, why would he? Why would he do that? Yeah. Why would? Why would a sports athlete act like a, a violent <laughs> degenerate? I've never heard of that before. Oh, I guess Chris Brown too. He's 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 never. Why would he do anything violent? He he's got the world in the palm of his hand. He could he can afford to buy anything. Yeah. That it's 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 very very silly that these these people. Um, and I, and, and if you're a parent, it. yeah, if you're a parent too, it's tough to figure out like who do you let your kids idolize. You, you know, let, when I, you let them idolize someone that looks like they're doing something good. Well, well he's a well, big sports star, and and he he married his his high school sweetheart, and blah blah blah. Good enough for me. Yep, exactly, and and that's and that's all it takes. I think you had to pay like a an extra million dollars to install an automatic transmission on like a Ferrari or Lamborghini for Vanessa. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, that I I one hundred percent believe Kobe Bryant is guilty. I I I think his reaction to that, it's like, oh, really? You think this guy's innocent? Well, see that guy, that Brian something. Dang it, I can't remember his name. You'll find it. You can just say Seattle Seahawks. No, <laughs> Seattle Seahawks. Uh, Guy named Brian. R- rape accus fake rape accusation. Brian. Like it'll you'll find it. It's it was a whole story, but he maintained his innocence the whole time. Kobe Bryant acted guilty, and he tried to rebrand himself as Black Mamba afterwards. Brian Banks. Yes. Yes, I kept wanting to That's say Brian name. Bledsoe. Yeah, Brian Banks. Drew Bledsoe. Yes, yeah, that was a great quarterback. 
Yeah. Yeah. Brian. Yeah. Brian Banks. Yeah. He maintained his innocence. He served five years on a rape charge before the accuser recanted her testimony. Yep. Ooh, this this article I'm looking at was published in 2012. Yeah. This was. Yeah. That was a long time ago. Long Beach High School football standout. Yep. Prime of his life. Just taken away because this woman lied for for money and attention. But yeah. Kobe Bryant did not act like an innocent man afterwards. He did everything. Like he, he was like, I'm going to be good in the eye of the public. That was, that was his reaction after the, the rape accusation, but he was the uh, biggest star and they need to protect their investments. This is sad, man. Like reading this thing, because it's saying that this guy, um, as I think Pete Carroll's talking about him saying like, then this is in 2012, like, Oh, he was once in our sights knowing he had potential to be a special football player. Uh, and that's the head coach of the Seattle Seahawks. And then here's a young man who has a second chance at his dream. I just think he deserves it. We're going to give him a real good look. What do you got to do? Go to prison for five years for wrongful conviction to deserve a chance at your, a second chance. Like, dude, yeah. What the heck? Yeah, it was messed that's up. Yes, man. Oh, that's really messed up. Yeah, and 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 the the more the most messed I'm on up a thing for the first time in fifteen years. Sorry. <laughs> the most messed up thing about that is nobody talks about that guy and nobody remembers him. I've never heard of him, and I exactly. I should. I'm a sports guy. Yeah, nobody I, I should, nobody yeah. talks about him. Like, there's no thirty for thirty on that guy. You there, think? They would, yeah. You like, yeah. I saw something recently about this guy. He's like a diehard football fan, and he's young guy with cancer. You know, it's sad and endearing. They do stuff like that, those kind of fluff pieces. But how how come you know this guy's not getting his his chance to shine? Oh, I bet. I bet if he was actually um, convicted and proved guilty, they would do a 30 for 30 on how awful this guy is and that girl oh, probably, to be yeah. protected and stuff, but they're not going to do it when you're wrongfully convicted and, and held in prison. Like that, that's an injustice. Like that's yeah, no, injustice. Yeah, nobody that's, took that's, his side. Nobody did it. They, none of them did it. No, that's sad. Yeah. Yeah. But everyone took Kobe's side, even though he was almost certainly and, guilty. And it's crazy because this type of person is going to have gratitude. Obviously, he's like even walking through the whole checking area. This is because he took the first plane in 15 years. Even walking through the whole checking area, taking your shoes off. I know a lot of people complain about that, but I'm thrilled about it. Bank said, "Like that just hits me, man." Yeah, he's happy to like, be inconvenienced because he's yeah. <laughs> inconvenienced while he's not in prison. Yeah, and I actually had a thing like that. I went to a, a baseball game recently with my brother, and he he has special needs, and I had to bring his backpack in with us because I have some medicines in there. We went in by ourselves, and they're like, "Oh, this backpack's too big. Uh, you can't go in here." I'm like, "You got to check it." I'm like, "Honestly, like this is my special needs brother, and like I really need to bring in these medicines. Like, come, like." But, and they're like, "Okay, uh, you can go. Through, you have to go through this line." And they check the bag. They make me like open everything up. And then they're like, all right, put your arms out to your sides. Like, hey, uh, my brother has special needs. So he's like, he's nonverbal. He's not, he's not going to listen to you. He's like, oh, it's okay. He can stand still. But like, and then we had to both turn around. So it was a whole kind of ordeal. It was fine. But like, there's so many opportunities for something kind of bad to happen. But at the same time, like, I'm glad we were able to do it. We had our freedom to do it. And 
like like this Brian Banks guy hasn't he would be happy to be inconvenienced rather than be sitting in a prison cell wrongfully convicted of rape like this is it hits hard man yeah a wild one because he he's he's like oh I'm so happy to be here it's like bro they they yeah. took this away from you like mm-hmm. this, this like you shouldn't be happy no because, you should be on the revenge tour or something yeah like you shouldn't be happy that this is happening because it's not like you did something you regret it and uh now you like you 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 uh you got a new lease on life because they let you out of jail early and like i will never commit that act again but no 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 like you didn't do anything wrong oh, you did nothing out. wrong oh. Go ahead. so banks was 16 when he was accused um he says, my mom sold her house, sold her car, borrowed a lot of money for a lawyer to represent me. From day one, my attorney wanted me to plea to a deal. We kept denying the deals. I've always stood to my innocence. I guess that's just how the system works. They that, want to entice you with a deal to avoid any type of trial situation. That is true. That is true. Mm-hmm. And They're like, look, man, I'm telling you, you do this, you're a... Mm-hmm. Uh, you're you're oh, probably you're too much man and if you lose then you're out you're all this money and then blah, blah 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 oh okay but they don't realize if you go to trial you go into discovery and that's usually where they find out like oh this girl was full of crap but found out in two seconds yeah yeah but it's like no no take do, the deal do you want to risk going to jail for for 30 years it's like well i can't can afford a 10. lot of stuff <laughs> yeah i'm innocent <laughs> yep Oh, and check this out. Banks watched from a prison cell as his teammates and classmates moved on from high school. He had already spent a year in custody fighting the case when he was told by his lawyer on the day of jury selection to accept a deal or go to trial and face 41 years to life in prison. At 16? 41 years in jail. She told me if I go out there and select this jury, the jury would see me as a big black teenager and I'd be guilty. Uh, this is when he was on the Jay Leno's show. So he's told Leno, I had asked to speak with my mom, my dad, and I was denied that right. I had 10 minutes to make that decision. Yep. That that means what that What is they, going on? I'll tell you what's going on. They knew that this girl was full of crap and they wanted to hurry up and hang this guy as an example. That's despicable. Yeah. I, that We need some... There's going to be no justice for this poor guy because there's no way to. There's no justice fully in this recognize. country. What are you talking <laughs> well, about? Yeah. All right. All right. But this is just. Terrible. Yeah. Well. Well. The, and and the, there. That's this how scams was, work. They're like, hey, you got to make a decision right now. You're, you're like, you're, you know. You're come like, on, man. You're like, you're I got ten you're, other people waiting for this whole tell, thing. You can't even tell your brother. You can't tell your mother. You just gotta go. Boom. 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 Make a decision. Go. Go. Yes. 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 Sign here. Sign here. Okay. Look, good. I got. I got plenty of people that want to do it. You want it or not? Okay. No, no, All right. No. All right. You're gonna regret it for the rest of your life if you don't do it now. Other cli- I got a, other clients that get sent to prison. So, what yeah. a great lawyer. Who is this? Like, we should. I should look up that lawyer. Probably know her. Uh, which one? The one that told him to take the plea? Yeah. Because she's probably, probably how many? How many innocent people has she represented that end up getting sent to prison? Like. Oh. Yeah, yeah, I know of a, another another story like this, but th- this this was like a time there was something else happened. Um, uh, remember the UVA thing? 
You might have to remind me. It sounds familiar. Was that like the swim team or something like that? Uh, okay, so it was a Rolling Stone article from 2014. It was called The Rape on Campus. It was written by a woman named Sabrina Elderly. And it was, okay, describes a, a purported group sexual assault at uh, UVA in Charlottesville, Virginia. Uh, okay. Rolling Stone retracted the story in its entirety on April 5th. Uh, the, the article claimed a UVA student, Jackie Coakley, had been taken to a party hosted by UVA's uh, Phi Kappa Psi fraternity by a fellow student at the party. Jackie alleged in the article her date led her to a bedroom where she was gang raped by several fraternity members as part mm. of fraternity initiation ritual. And it was all a lie. They just lied about all of it. They just, they just made it up. They just made it up. No problem. Yeah, I'm sure nothing happened to them for making up this vile story. I don't know. It's, it's possible. Well, it says here, um, UVA associate Dean Nicola Ramo, the Phi Kappa Size fraternity and several fraternity members filed lawsuits against, uh, Erdley and Rolling Stone. Erdley, the, um, uh, the author of, of the piece. Uh, and Aramo, the, the associate dean, was awarded three million by jury. A jury who concluded Rolling Stone defamed her with actual malice. Hmm. Rolling Stone settled the lawsuit with the fraternity for one point six five. But here's the thing, uh, and and back to the like, who do I go to to get my reputation back? Uh-huh. Like nobody thought like you guys are heroes. You know, you got you're the good guys. Like they, they got, they got you, uh, like really, really bad. And like, we, we need to do a, a piece to, to hold you to, in high regard. Like, you know, you held your head high, you maintained your, your innocence, you know, you're, you're good guys. Nope. Never happened. Like, sure. They got 1.65 million and that's good. You know, I, I would like that much money in my life, but, but then what? Like no, no one look like everyone looks at them and still says like, but, but they, why, why were they even accused of rape? If it wasn't real, we all know that privileged uh, white men, they get away with this all the time, right? Well, they must, they must be actual rapists. I know that because that's how the justice system works. And they, and the same thing with, uh, uh, Duke lacrosse, UVA, Brian Banks, this this all happened within a few years of each other. Like this, this was the hot new item. Yeah, I remember that. And I think to 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 your point about you know, sure, one point six million is great. But do you remember? I mean, I'm sure I know you like the like. Would you rather like those like scenarios and doing them with your friends and you know, you could do some pretty. Crazy Wait, why do you ones. say why do you say I would like those? Don't you like those? Like, would you rather? Not really. Uh, you don't? Not really. I thought you liked those scenarios. No, I don't. Well, I, 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 I use them to other people when, when people do dumb stuff, but, um, I, I, I don't, I don't care for them because I don't like, I, I don't like those, these, these things are like mostly like fake and kind of pointless. Yeah. Well, the point was, is that there's certain ones where you, like, if you agreed to, the lesser of two evils, which they're both terrible circumstances. I'm not going to name them, but you'd be like, all right, well, sure. I'd get $10 million, but I'd spend all of that on therapy. You right. Know? Right. Yeah. That's yeah. that's the point I'm trying to get. <laughs> no, I got you. And with these people, 
they're probably not. I mean, is that money really going to last? And I would say, how much money did the Rolling Stone make off of that? Oh yeah, because because uh, here's the thing: article published November nineteenth, retracted April fifth for for that that whole period that you know that that I'm six month six month period. Um. That their reputation was being dragged through the mud. Like how many relationships were ruined because of that? Like how, how many people, like how many of those guys, like their girlfriends left them. And then at the end, you know, how, like, how do you go well, back after family, that? Probably. Well, that's it. Well, here, too, here, here's but... the thing the the family, like at the end of the day, they probably like, you know what? That was crappy of me to do, but uh, I'm, I'm sorry. Like you, you can you know, come back from that on a, a familial level. I would be like, you thought I was some type of rapist. Like, no, screw you. I'm not talking to you again. Aunt, whoever, like, or uncle, uncle, whoever. Sure. Like, oh, I mean, maybe, I mean? yeah. Like, I mean, I can like, see oh, some no, people you're doing that. AC, you're, you're, oh, you're this. Like, okay, no, I was proven innocent. Well, you shouldn't have made us go through that. I, that was really stupid. I, I, I like, do. Agree. Right, I, I think initially most people, would do the like no screw you like you thought that i did this and you just you mm -hmm. listen to rolling stone it's a mm -hmm. worthless the website it's worthless <laughs> magazine it's a terrible thing but any like any short-term relationships like friends yes. in college campus like girlfriends whatever there that's that's damaged beyond repair like that could have been the person you were going to marry and just oh, got nothing now Changes the world, man. Yeah. It's like uh, the wings of the butterfly. Everything is connected. Oh, the I, butterfly effect? Yeah. I don't or, know what, or it could be the Mandela effect. I don't know. The Mandela effect, actually. Turns out they actually were raped. <laughs> Mandela effect says otherwise. Like, whoa. Mind blown. Who knew? Not me. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's a uh, crazy time. Uh, and this is all because we were talking about Tech Nine. Well, I thought yeah. we were talking about Fuddruckers. No, but well, we—that's oh. how it started. But the okay. the point that originally I wanted to make with Tech Nine was that because this started by me saying in, anyone that says they write lyrics first and then they write the music, they're lying. Mm -hmm. Now I do believe there there might be some people that are like, I write some lyrics, and then when the when the song is written, I find a way to make the lyrics that I wrote fit that song. And, um, I think most people, they write the, the music and then they go, all right, let's write, let's write a song next where tech nine, he might just be writing lyrics and you got a drum beat. That's like, or like they just, they just do like two or three drum beats. That, that, that's all they, that's all they have. Like they don't have like a check out this guitar riff or like check out the sweet bass line. No, they start double with the bass. drum beat. Yeah. You know, they get the, the, the chef boy RD gets the <laughs> double bass. Mamma mia. Mama mia. Yeah. So, so this guy, he's putting out all this music because it, it's, it's easy enough for him to do Ver, versus Tupac who is like constantly recording while like, like it, it's he, the, this guy does put two things out in a year. Okay. It, it can happen, but Tupac had three records after he died. No, or is it six, six records yeah, six. after he died? Yeah. That's, uh, 
Yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So he maybe put out two records before, you know, in one year, but he's not putting out six in one year. That's ludicrous. Because Tech Nine it, look, Tech Tech Nine seems more like a like a like a working working class type of rapper. Like he's, he's not out shooter. well, he's not like out there schmoozing with, with Hollywood royalty and, and doing this, that, and whatever. <laughs> Pfizer commercials. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He he's just like he's just some dude. He's working. Like it's yeah, like he, he yeah, like so actual, yeah, and and not, he yeah. and and he's not wasting his time like mm-hmm. ha- hanging out with celebrities. So in his downtime, he's probably like, well, I'm not making a, a, a ten million dollars per record, so I got to get to work on the next record so I can make a living. Because Tech Nine, it says he's he's uh, sold two million records, and you know that that's like that's good. But not, not, it's not as successful as other rappers. Like to say, like I've sold 2 million records. Yeah. That's, that's a big deal. But in comparison to the other people that we've spoken about, that's not that big of a deal. We we've, we've seen a lot more impressive things from, from artists that are genuinely terrible. Yeah. Like, like their debuts have been, have sold more albums. Yeah. 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 People have (laughs) debuted with like 10 million records. Like, like they just, they just started and they have an album six months later and then it just 10 million copies. No big deal. Just happens. Just how it goes. Yeah. What's the big deal? Nine has 21 albums under strange music. Yeah. That's a lot. And what I was going to say is that, um, I, I guess like he owns, it's his label, right? So he is bringing up other people. So yeah, he... we can take a, take a look at some of the people there, uh, on strange, uh, music. We got tech nine founder, uh, big mm-hmm. scoob Prozac. Was, Prozac. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Mackenzie, Nicole, uh, above Wait, waves. Is Ozempic on there too? <laughs> We'll we'll find out. It might be over there. Well, this is Prozac, so I, uh, Ozempic is weight loss. So we're just going oh, yeah. for the the sad ones. Uh, uh, maybe lithium is on here, but uh, above wave. Other SSRIs are on there. <laughs> uh, Joey Cool is that an SSRI? Uh, I don't think so. J Trilogy. I Ooh. guess that's all three J's are there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Maze or M A E Z three O one. Uh, King Iso, Jerry Robinson, Hush, X, X-rated. No, J-E-H-R-Y. Is that really Jerry? I'm assuming that's Jerry. All it's right. got to be. <laughs> Jerry yeah. Robinson. And th- this this one is just, it's just Hush. The name is not important. <laughs> yes. Uh, Hush, but it's H-U, dollar sign H. And then X-rated, yeah. not rated, but rated <laughs> like, you know, like, um, uh, the movie raid. Well, I was thinking, what, what, where do the Raiders, where are the Raiders now? Is uh, it Nevada Vegas. or is it Vegas Raiders? Well, it is Nevada, but yeah. I mean, like, what, yeah, what's, what's their, it's the Las name? Vegas. Is it Las, Las Vegas. Vegas Raiders? Okay. Well, that yeah. Might have been where they tried to name the Pornhub thing. And they're like, you know what? We're not ready for this. Well, you know, this that list. would make sense because the Raiders are like a criminal enterprise. 
Yeah, those are rough fans. Yeah, like those those guys are just like straight up criminals. Like they like the Raiders because like they they kill people. That's it. Nothing nothing too uh, fancy though. No. Yeah. So so there's former artists. Yeah. I was Project Colon Dead Man. I haven't heard of any of these people. Grave Plot. Sculterman and Snugbrim. Cognito, no, <laughs> uh, Young Bleed, Coot Kowloon, J-Rock, Brother Lynch oh, Hong. I know that guy because he's been at the Gathering of the Juggalos. I wonder if Cut Calhoun is related to Cole Calhoun. I wonder if he's related to Rory Calhoun. Oh, I don't know Rory. Oh, yeah. You know, these dogs are like little Rory Calhouns. Uh, Ritz, I know Ritz, he's from the South. Yeah. He's always at the gathering of the juggalos. Murs, I don't know that guy. Godemus, Stevie Stone. <laughs> I want to say Stevie Stone's also been at the gathering of the juggalos. Stevie. Darren Saffron, JL, Chris Calico, which we've, we, we reference. well, yeah, because I referenced him earlier. He was in the, the, he did well, some before that. But. I don't think you have. <laughs> it's his, he's a collaborator with Tech Nine. Like you've only have known him if you know Tech Nine, which you only you only know Tech Nine from this thing. Yes. Uh, Ses Crew. I also know them from Gathering of the Juggalos. Uh, UBI, not to be confused with UTI. <laughs> um, I May Day. It's like an upside down exclamation mark. And oh, uh, with an exclamation point. I do know May, I May Day. They have that song. I'm treading water in the deep end. Uh, like when you do the uh, question mark upside down when you do like Spanish, I think. I didn't get good grades in Spanish. Well, the guy's from Florida, so he's probably Cuban. Uh, Reckonzy. That's a uh, weird Reckonzie. name. <laughs> That's a really weird name. <laughs> Uh, uh burns it's recognized oh it's recognized, recognized. yeah yeah <laughs> uh, it is recognized just, call it? yeah i why well, I, I got i, I got the z after the i, I you know me yeah, recognize okay that makes more sense i was thinking it was like his name was mckenzie went, but he was Rekenzie. that's what i was thinking and then there's mers day so it looks like everyone from i made a had their own like solo pr- uh, project Oh, that makes sense. So they put a lot of stuff out. So I'm going to guess Tech Nine um, is mostly successful from his label. It's like he's got, like, he has a lot of, like, juggalo acts. So a lot of these acts I know from the Gathering of the Juggalos, and it's probably they're hooked up because uh, Tech Nine is close to the Insane Clown Posse. So Boys to Men have been featured uh, on Tech Nine. And we got some, we got some callback. Like, uh, T.I. has oh. been, been featured. what do you know about that? Is that a T.I. song? I think so. what do you nope. know about that? I know we'll the only, the only T.I. song I know is the weird, it's the Weird Al song. You can have whatever you like. No, that's, yeah, that's not You can, you can even have a large fry, large fry. As long as I'm still assistant manager at Kinko's. Yeah, I like, I like that one. That's the only reason I know T.I. 
Prozac looks like the most professional looking one because I'm looking at pictures of them and don't you dare say because he's dude. Every rapper wears a suit. Are you a dummy? <laughs> no, they all do that. Every I'll, picture. I'll look at rappers. Dude, they always are wearing suits. Every like rap music video, they have their their oh. diamond stud earrings. They come out of a, a Maserati <laughs> or, or a Lambo, and then they're wearing a suit. They always do that. That doesn't make them yeah. professional. Ritz is a lot different than I. Thought Ritz, he Ritz like. is like like a fat white guy with a big <laughs> yeah. with a big beard. And he's yeah. always wearing a be- a beanie. Yeah, he also does the fast <laughs> rapping. Yeah, I I I know I know a lot of these people just from the, the gathering of the juggalos. Oh, that's Cause, funny. Because it, yeah. All it right, so, what were you saying about Ti? I know he does the what you. Uh, he was in that movie uh, where they're like stealing stuff, getters or takers. I'm Wait, sure. isn't that Chris Brown? Was Ti not in that? I don't know. I know Ti was in Ant Man where they were stealing something. Oh, really? Yeah. Maybe I'm wrong. I I I, I only knew Ti. Because of the Weird Al song. Which the Weird Al song was it? It's oh, whatever, it's you, whatever like. you like, but it, it's about like, but he's like scrimping and saving. It's about like going to Mickey D's for dinner and like shopping at like Goodwill <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, like and like take, <laughs> taking the bus. Yeah, it, it's, it's, it's a really funny song. I highly recommend it because I didn't know originally that was a T.I. song. I I thought um, it was a Weird Al original. Yes, T.I. is in Takers. Take that. Chris Brown, Hayden Christensen, Matt Dillon, Michael Ely, Idris Elba, Steve Harris, T.I. Steve Harris from Iron Maiden? All the musicians. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, it's him. (laughs) All right. This this show took a really... Took a a non-musical turn. What are you? T- we're talking about Ti. What are you talking about? Talking about takers. You're talking about takers. What are you talking about? I don't know what I'm talking about. I thought you were talking about something. <laughs> Story of your life. <laughs> <laughs> That's you okay. You couldn't handle the truth. I, I, I never saw. I never saw that movie. Really? People saw it. I think. I don't know. You couldn't handle the truth. You can't handle it. was Jack Nicholson. He's like, you can't handle the truth. Yeah, I know you can't handle the truth, but I don't know you couldn't handle the truth. Well, I misre- misinterpreted the quote first, all right? Okay, okay. I blame the Mandela effect. Partial credit. All right, you know what? Why don't you just take us home? Well, I think it's important that we revisit our values from time to time because... What what are we truly supporting? And, you know, if you don't think your values are important, you're essentially saying that your destiny is not important. And in this world we live in with, it seems like people are just wanting more and more and more, and they're feeling less and less joy. You know, why don't we start kind of investing in the future and and truly realizing that everything is a gift and and you have enough right now and if you can't be comfortable with how you are now why why should you deserve any more in the future you have to be able to give up something in order to to get or at least have that mindset of of trying to be better 
and appreciating the world around us. And with that, we thank you for tuning in to the Metal Podcast. Check us out. Thank you, Abrams. Thank you, Zach Amster. Thank you guys for the song. Hope you check it out. And everybody, stay safe out there.